Steve here. Welcome to Real Health. Yes, Real Health. Imagine being chucked off uh, any social media, even to have any space online ever because someone is advocating nutrition and the nutrients that are part of our nutrition to ward off disease and to live longer, to lose weight. Imagine that. It happens all the time, doesn't it? It happens all the time. Uh, you know, people on YouTube being deplatformed de all the time. Oh, you know, um, I, I don't have any um, following or any um, any views to to ring up any any attention to then get uh, deplatformed but uh, if, if there will be uh, yeah I'll be deplatformed as well that's for sure because I'm towing the alternate mainstream health line something that doesn't advocate for uh, taking uh, pharmaceuticals to uh, treat certain diseases or advocating uh, for vaccines or uh, I don't actually advocate against vaccines either I actually you know I've got a new category of uh, vax versus anti-vax you know false dichotomy in itself uh, I've got this new category category which I call I'm an avaxer <laughs> based on um, avax means that uh, basically I don't believe that vaccines help us or ail us they're not uh, beneficial for us and they're not uh, disadvantageous to us and they don't harm us type thing they're just this benign thing that we think we know what we're doing and they're just putting some shit into our arm even though we don't understand the uh, pharmacokinetics and the pharmacodynamics that goes into uh, you know whatever's in the vaccines uh, where, where it ends up in the body and what it does when it gets there that's you know pharmacokinetics uh, where it goes pharmacodynamics uh, what happens when it gets there uh, there's only very little understanding of um, how the pharmacodynamics and the pharmacokinetics works in even just general um, uh, oral medication and um you know, intravenous medication, uh, sublingual, or all the rest of it. Uh, there is some understanding. I'll probably give, uh, give them that, but uh, I don't think they understand the whole, the whole caper. And when, and when you get, you know, correlations, which brings me into today's theme. Uh, this disease goes with that element, genetic factor, or symptom equals increases your chance of getting this disease by such and such a percent <laughs> it brings me back to uh, a particular ad that we used to uh, that comes to mind from uh, Australian TV about 30 years ago this and go uh, this and that goes with Suzanne uh, I'll put you that too but anyway uh, this goes with that at Suzanne yeah that's better <laughs> so yeah, um, correlations. Uh, if, if there is any regular listeners, uh, you may have heard a few times uh, me sprouting the whole correlation doesn't mean causation.
and uh, what's brought on this uh, theme today is uh, you know because my my recent sort of fixation or attention has been uh, part of uh, it's been on uh, auto autoimmune answers um, a docu series uh, ten a ten series docu series uh, ten episode docu series uh, on how to treat uh, autoimmune disease and. Um, can even see they, 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 actually they do a good job for, for mainstreamers uh, they're doing a good job in uh, challenging uh, certain things about mainstream thoughts about uh, gene- genetic uh, <laughs> Freudian slip uh, autoimmune diseases um, they still uh, they're still sprouting the whole genetic causation uh, sometimes they uh, sort of downplay the genetic and say what's the root cause they still come around to genetic and environmental and toxins. They do. They do mention nutrients, micronutrients and nutrition, but it's more like uh, the fox in the room, not the elephant or the tiger or the you know, hyena. Just, uh, just a bit of a, a bit of a fox, or sometimes even a mouse. Uh, some of the guests uh, treat nutrition as the mouse in the room. But let me tell you, from what I've experienced, my living, my lived experience <laughs> from uh, from nutrition and nutrients, micronutrition, uh, micronutrients, is that I'm a walking, talking example that nutrients is is the elephant. Micronutrients is the elephant. A herd of elephants in the room. I'm, borrow, I'm borrowing the uh, the herd of elephants now from uh, Brett Weinstein. Anyway. So, uh, on, on this uh, docu series, uh, autoimmune answers. They didn't want to. They didn't want to perhaps call it the answer to autoimmune disease or you know that, that sort of thing because there's already a whole twelve-part uh, series on the answer to cancer, where a lot of it they uh, talk about uh, cannabis, uh, CBA, CBD, uh, THC um, use to. Uh, treat your cancer um, not much nutrition in there not much uh, micronutrients yeah, that, that was more likely the, the mouse well, didn't even reach the, the fox in the room so yeah, they, they got a, a little bit to go even on the answer to cancer so um, yeah, with the autoimmune disease answers uh, they mention quite often things like uh, you know, if you got uh, uh, wish I had uh, some proper examples but you know even if I had the proper examples they, they won't really stick this is just the concept uh, that I'm wanting to bring up uh, if you got this symptom uh, uh, it might be cold hands uh, rings a bell you know cold extremities it, uh, you've got a 700% chance to, of um, getting Alzheimer's disease. Uh, if you've got diabetes 2, uh, Alzheimer's is classified as diabetes 3. And if you've got diabetes 2, or type 2 diabetes, uh, you've got a 300% chance of getting Alzheimer's. Uh, if, you're, if, you're, if you've got comorbidities, uh, you've got 300% chance of um, getting... Uh, dying of cardiovascular disease or heart attack or stroke. Uh, you 
got a fifty percent chance of getting this and that, and you know, vaccines are ninety five percent effective. And you know, never mind that uh, even without vaccines, um, the whole population is ninety five percent effective. Where you know, only 0.26% of people die from COVID, um, if COVID is, is a thing, right? So shouldn't, shouldn't, uh, you know, breathing oxygen be 99.7% uh, effective? <laughs> anyway, that's uh, a whole de, de, um, uh, demonetized, I wish. Uh, de-platformable type comment to say but uh, yeah so you know where I'm getting at with uh, this and that uh, ailment or this and that uh, genetic factor equals this much 100% chance of getting you know the example of Alzheimer's or um, you know uh, if your family is um uh, obese, you got a 50% chance of being obese and all that sort of thing. And they say, uh, you yeah, know, genetic factors, diet and that sort of thing. And they treat diet as, as an environmental factor. Uh, yeah, it's environment because you're, you know, you're exposed to uh, what you eat, of course. But uh, the only thing that's genetic in uh, so-called genetic transmission of uh, ge disease is your ability to be absorbing the particular micronutrients that goes into um, warding off or um, not getting those particular chronic diseases that we that we're so afraid of and that we have pandemics of yeah, is pandemics the uh, obesity pandemic the the Alzheimer's and dementia uh, epidemic um, yeah, uh, epidemics I'm talking about so obesity epidemic uh, you know the Alzheimer's and uh, dementia epidemic uh, how about the uh, autoimmune disease epidemic arthritis epidemic uh, uh, cardiovascular disease epidemic uh, HIV epidemic yeah, that's another minefield uh, yeah. uh, oh, I don't sort of subscribe to the whole HIV, HIV causing AIDS or you know the branding is a bit off. But anyway, that's uh, I've mentioned that a couple of times at least uh, in this uh, 76 episodes. Uh, dude, wow, 76 episodes. I'll be in Joe Rogan soon. Ah, jeez. Uh, I wish, and I don't bet on. Can't can't bet on that. But, um, I think Stephen Molyneux is up uh, close to 5,000 episodes, and you know that's based on. 15, 16 years of uh, you know doing his rants, and uh, I, I classify him as uh, as the new smartest person on the planet. And uh, he's on the mark with a lot of things, particularly in philosophy, but uh, certain things like health, health, where you know part of his philosophy, you know, it's not because it's easy, it's because it's hard. You know, the whole JFK thing. Um, it's hard to uh, to be slim. It's hard to be healthy. You have to restrict diet and you just have to exercise and he's on that thing because it's hard to be virtuous right so that's why he, he's on the whole hard um, health thing uh, it is hard but it's not that hard, that hard it's actually quite easy because if you take out the exercise yeah you don't have to exercise to be fit and healthy look at me like yes I 
in the last couple of weeks, I've actually uh, started to uh, include a minute and a half of uh, lifting weights in two days as part of just having some sort of condition. You know, what if I want to move some furniture one day or lift a you know, 30 kilo piece of machinery or I don't know, whatever, right? So yeah, that's my thought on that. Like uh, there's no real overt thoughts of uh, vanity and getting an Instagram muscular body and this and that. But anyway, you know, we, all got, we all have a bit of vanity there. Some some pride, uh, yes, they're, they're, they're sins. But um, you know, even thumbing your thumbing your uh, your nose at certain foods is a whole sin in itself. So, but uh, sometimes we need to sin to survive. Sometimes people need to murder to survive, or more 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 accurately, self-defense. But anyway, I digress. I digress too much. Uh, I'll get back to it. So, this disease, you got so many percent more chance of getting if you have that. Uh, the whole, you know, if you're obese, you got 70% chance of uh, diabetes, and, you know, 80% chance of high blood pressure. Well, let me tell you, with that sort of. Uh, correlation it's not the obesity that uh, that makes all those other uh, comorbidities eventuate or the whole um, metabolic uh, syndrome complex it's nutrient deficiencies okay there are some slimmer people that uh, that have high blood pressure they're just doing a good job at uh, being slim because they've got quite a bit of vanity on board. They restrict. And with the restriction becomes even more. Um, nutrient deficiencies because you're taking in more food, uh, less food, less calories, less uh, micronutrients, more nutrient deficiencies. Do you see where, where I'm getting at? And yes, um, I'm on this sort of uh, non-natural path where you where you supplement because uh, you know my my 1,500 calories or prox like you know, I should sit down one day but just say 1,500 calories a day, which is supposedly keeping me at my uh, 85 to 90 kilos, uh, 185 or so pounds. Uh, no, 190, yeah, 190 pounds more accurately. So. Um, the reason why I'm sort of keeping at that weight is not because of my um, my calorie restriction. It's only restricted as a secondary because I'm being well nourished with the micronutrients that we, we need, that we require, the 90 plus that are essential. I actually have uh, probably 200 micronutrients on board each day, which also act beneficially. But uh, those 90 in particular, those 90 micronutrients that I advocate here uh, are essential for, for life and to ward off uh, chronic disease, which includes the whole metabolic uh, syndrome complex, the, you know, the obesity, the diabetes, the cholesterol, uh, hypertension, and uh, later on the Alzheimer's and all the rest of it. Yep. Um, 
it's all nutrient deficiencies, right? So if you have type 2 diabetes, it's very likely that, uh, that you're overweight and or obese. It's very likely that, uh, that you've got atherosclerosis happening, high blood pressure. It's very likely that uh, you're starting to get brain fog and you know, getting a bit Alzheimer's if you're getting on in age. Uh, Alzheimer's is happening younger and younger. In 20 or 50 years, we might get 20-year-old uh, Alzheimer's patients because we're getting more and more nutrient deficient, and in particular, cholesterol deficient. Oh, yes. Most people worried about their weight. Don't eat saturated fat. Don't eat eggs because it, it's full of cholesterol, don't you know? Uh, cholesterol numbers, those scary numbers that we talk about, you know, even scary numbers we shouldn't really worry about, but uh, yeah, we, we still worry about them. It's not the cholesterol that's making it happen, it's uh, the cholesterol intake. It's the oils and the sugars, all right? It's your piker behavior, it's your cravings. If you're vegan and you still have oils and sugars in your diet, which includes fruit and veg, <laughs> oh yes. Well, you're still gonna be dying or possibility of dying of cardiovascular disease, stroke, all the whole complex, and cancers, because uh, your pipes are clogged, you're not, um, if you're still eating gluten, you're not absorbing as much as you should. By the time you reach your 60s and 80s, you're only absorbing 5% of your micronutrients, and that's why you're dying quicker and quicker, and that's why we don't live to 120 anymore. Well, as if we ever did. It's complicated. Uh, you know, we didn't have uh, many uh, chronic diseases as we do these days. Before, uh, before it was, uh, yeah, it was complicated. It was calorie uh, uh, centric. Um, the issues in, in the past, past history, uh, even fairly recent history, you know, a couple hundred years. But uh, you know, there's old time diseases. There's old time pandemics. You know, plagues. They called them plagues in the past. Uh, the whole, um, you know, the rickets and scurvy, uh, pellagra, the whole old-time diseases, uh, even polio, all those diseases, they're still around. They're still around. We just call, you know, the new polio is the acute flaccid uh, paralysis, don't you know? Yeah, yeah. We've eradicated polio. Ah, but we have uh, acute... Uh, flaccid uh, paralysis. Jeez, oh, asinine. The thought of that. So, um, it's nutrient deficiencies. Uh, so, uh, if you're obese, that, therefore you got this much more chance of getting uh, that disease and this condition, and it's hereditary because you know this many family members uh, have this particular disease therefore it's this much percent more likely that you're going to get it that's all nutrient absorption issues okay and the only thing which is genetic is your ability and uh and your diet your ability to to absorb your um, your particular diet how uh, deficient it is in particular micronutrients where your main uh, source of micronutrients is coming from. Uh, if you're more of a supermarket shopper, 
it's not dependable. Um, you know, you could be getting 13 minerals from a carrot one week, and then you know they're getting you know, the the batch of carrots that you get the next month or next fortnight um, might be coming from another farm, and they've got uh, nine uh, minerals in it. It's all different amounts, yeah, and that's the sort of chances, uh, the sort of potluck, the sort of lottery it was even in past history of how much uh, nutrients we were, we were getting on board uh, before wheat became our staple in humanity uh, 5,000 years ago uh, we, were, we were probably um, we did probably have a high incidence or a higher uh, cause of uh, higher sort of uh, occurrence of uh, centenarians is because we had uh, greater impetus propensity uh you know, potluck chance of getting all those uh, micronutrients that we require that we were getting in our soils because we didn't have dams uh, controlling um, floods and we didn't have electricity because we were putting nutrient uh, rich uh, ash on our soils. We used ash as fertilizer back centuries ago. We used to have a thing, a whole sector, a whole economic sector of uh, ash merchants. Yeah, how about that? Using ash as uh, fertilizer, but you know, ash is actually very, very expensive um, resource. You know, it takes a lot of effort uh, chopping down and hauling wood uh, to, to build your fire. And it got to the point where Europe pretty much ran out of wood burnt the whole place you know to keep warm in the winters you know uh, over centuries or millennia you know you know which is the last schmuck to cut down the last tree on the Esther Island you know like uh, yeah, yeah it's uh, pretty disastrous when we cut down all our all our wood you know how about the Amazon apparently uh, the Amazon isn't actually shrinking it's uh, it's not shrinking at all uh, I'm not sure if it's, it's expanding but it's certainly not shrinking at the sort of the rates that we were talking about because the, the rate we were talking about uh, decades ago like several football fields an hour or, or per day uh, well how come it's still out there you know so oh it's a big place you know well how come it's not at least a, a lot smaller then yeah um, so so what I'm continuing to, uh, to push, to get at, to uh, communicate to the world is um, cut down on your chances of getting the obesity, the Alzheimer's, the, uh, the autoimmune disease of your choice, you know, the uh, Hashimoto's or your, you know, your thyroid issues or your arthritis or your uh, allergies or your I don't know what, what's another autoimmune disease. Um, uh, yeah, there's there's dozens. Uh, Shogun's. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's pl- plenty out there. There's people that get sick and regain from their autoimmune disease. Yeah, they love going to see, you know, feeling important around their doctors and the doctor students and that sort of thing. Um, I had this uh, this chick this morning. Um, sort of replied to one of my questions uh, that I answered on Cora saying stop spreading misinformation I shared one of this uh, one of your thoughts about um, chronic 
chronic heart failure with um, with the doctors that are going to operate on me. And they say, they say you're full of shit, so please stop spreading misinformation. Oh, fuck. I just said, well, looks like uh, you'll, you'll have to uh, settle with your chances of dying then with your genetic disease. Like, sorry, but I wish you luck, but uh, if you dismiss um, what I'm saying, uh, or my right to say it, well, you know, good luck in your surgery, right? Don't get me wrong, I sympathise. But, uh, you know, science, we know uh, science in the past, uh, even in the last uh, short, very few centuries, even in the last few decades, uh, science progresses one funeral at a time. Uh, Academics and scientists and, uh, you know, MDs, uh, hospital policies shift one funeral at a time, one uh, chief uh, surgical director, chief medical director at a time, policies shift very slowly, one funeral at a time. And uh, you know, hopefully uh, this, this young lady, like, she was barely 30, I think, chronic heart failure, are you kidding me? Um, which is a whole, you know, vitamin E, uh, selenium, and basically you need to be, you know, taking the whole 90 plus essential uh, nutrients. Uh, even, you know, that's why I say 90 plus because uh, there are beneficial ones out there, not the essential ones, but the beneficial ones as well, including probiotics, prebiotics, you know, the whole. Uh, coenzyme Q10 stuff and the methyl uh, such and such and the uh, uh, bone bone marrow thing and uh, the calcium complex and um, essential fatty acids and uh, the whole amino acid complex and yeah the works you know you, you need everything to, to, for it to be uh, you know acting in, in synergy uh, we don't really know fully the interrelationships of uh, all the micronutrients, how they act together. Uh, we do have uh, some metrics out there, like you know, 100,000 chemical reactions are happening in our cells every second, and we act like God when we understand the protein of one of those interactions. And uh, it's asinine when you just uh, fuck. Um, mentioned something like, like that you know, we, we make these policy and public policy decisions based on the understanding of something so benign and so rudimentary in medical understanding if, uh, if this uh, new vaccine technology is the new ducks nuts well great great don't get me wrong, I'm not poo-pooing it that much, but I need to poo-poo it if we're going to act like God when we don't understand the other, <laughs> at least 90,000 other inter-reaction, uh, you know, chemical reactions in our cells every second. Uh, never mind each, you know, all our cells regenerate after, you know, 30 days as well. 
How about that as a whole dynamic? God, almighty. Yeah, so... Even the caper that I'm trying to flog here, like, you know, I'm not pretending to uh, to be the all-knowing, the omniscient, the omnipotent, all that sort of thing, right? Uh, only God can do that sort of thing, or the concept of, you know. Uh, but by walking the talk and talking the walk, by speaking from your own lived experience, oh my God, uh, by challenging the supposed reason out there with even better reason, and uh, showing you better correlations than the other sort of correlations that was supposedly causation, then, yeah, like, if, if uh, someone lives to 100 uh, plus on, uh, on what I'm trying to advocate here versus... Uh, the MD that dies at the average age of 58 for an emergency MD. Oh yeah, average age 58. Man, uh, that's the better game in town. The 44 with a twist of dairy that I've advocated. You know that branding in the last uh, month. The 44, get on the 44 with the twist of uh, heavy dairy diet, 80% dairy diet. Uh, that's in the last few weeks. Uh, that caper. Um, if you get on the 44 with, uh, with the, that Twisted Dairy, you got way better chance of uh, doing well health and longevity-wise than what the allopathic, the mainstream medical model is advocating, okay? What the mainstream healthcare model is advocating is uh, sending us backwards. Even the CDC acknowledges that uh, each younger generation from the current generations is going to have a lower life expectancy. Soil depletion, mineral soil depletion, uh, empty calories, processed food, more and more gluten, ultra-processed food, that's a whole concept in itself. Processed, uh, uh, ultra-processed is uh, processed from processed food, you know? Ah. type of gluten that we have these days is worse worse gluten than that we've had uh, in the previous uh, millennia so even in the previous uh, decades it's more potent it creates even more pro-inflammatory cytokines in the small intestine the villi in the small intestine that does most of our our absorbing 80% plus whole uh, the autoimmune answers um, series does a heavy heavy handed job on the microbiome we've only known or termed the microbiome uh, for the last 20 years um, I think microbiome first um, they were saying the first use of the word microbiome was 2002 in academia so it's fairly young there's leaky gut and there's leaky, leaky brain um, barrier as well, leaky brain uh, disease, you know, blood brain barrier, uh, there's a whole idea of that, uh, 
that's still an idea. Uh, we don't fully understand it. Yes, we've got some leakage happening, but that leak leakage in the gut department and, uh, and the brain department is all nutrient deficiencies. And if we just uh, did the, the chassis, at least get uh, more nutrients on board, even by not concentrating on uh, maximizing absorption, which is essential, but even if you don't concentrate on the maximizing absorption by eliminating those four classes of food that I always talk, talk about, I haven't talked about it the last few episodes because I've talked about it the last 70 odd episodes. So, uh, you know, the whole 44, the first four is uh, eliminating. categories of food, the gluten, oils, sugars, nitrates, nitrites, and um, adding four classes of micronutrients, the minerals, vitamins, essential amino acids, and essential fatty acids, 90 plus micronutrients all up, up, up to two, 200 plus that we, you know, that are fully beneficial for us. So, um, get on to the 44 heavy on the dairy oh yes so this and that chance uh, this and that uh, symptom this and that element uh, that genetic factor this runs in the family this and that equals that much chance of getting this and that well that's a nutrient deficiency issue okay and the only thing which is genetic once again and to finish up on is your gluten sensitivity, your sensitivity of uh, all your absorption capabilities, uh, how much uh, oils, sugars, and uh, nitrates, nitrate, uh, nitrates, nitrites that you are taking on board. Uh, it's complicated. It's uh, weight dependent. It's uh, you know how much sun you get dependent. You know the whole. The whole thought of uh, you know one particular person gets 20 minutes and the next person gets 20 minutes of sun equals the same amount of vitamin D. No, no, no. It's uh, a little bit complicated. Don't don't think that uh, 20 minutes is enough vitamin D either. You probably need hours plus plus all the other essential micronutrients for your vitamin D level to be over 40 nanograms per mil to ward off cancer, to not get cancer. There hasn't been a single cause of cancer, a single case of cancer that's ever happened, that's ever happened uh, with a vitamin D level over 40 nanograms per, per mil. And uh, you know, the blood test uh, flashes red only when it, when your vitamin D level is 12? Are you kidding me? So you're only deficient when you're classified as... You're only classified as deficient in vitamin D when your, uh, your level is 12 nanograms per mil of blood, where, you know, the, the range is between 20 and 50. Maybe the new range should be 40 to 70. Oh yeah, but over 50 is toxic. Oh fuck. I don't think anyone's died with the vitamin D level of 70. I'd like to know what mine is because I'm getting plenty of sun plus I'm taking plenty of uh, vitamin D with my nutrients, my supplements. 
So out of interest sake, uh, I might pay a visit to the doc, get a blood test. Hey doc, what's my vitamin D level? Anyway, um, I said I was uh, wrapping up three minutes ago, so I will wrap up, wrap up. Till the next time. Uh, I've done the best I can on today's uh, theme. Chances of getting this and that based on that. Nutrient deficiencies, fix them, and you'll fix all those chances up to, to next to nil, okay? Well, that is all. <laughs>